Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. What was that noise in that corner then? Did you hear it? Did it sound like someone attacked a goose? It sounded like something. I was going to ignore it, but now Tell them what happened. It was outside. Now you're addressing it. Let's discuss it. Yeah. Was it a dragon? A dragon's real? Uh, Yes, they are actually. Not Komodo dragons. That's just a fucking... Well, technically, soup dragons are real, aren't they? Soup dragons? What was their song, soup dragons? Was Was it Can You Dig It? Is that them? Was that the Mock Turtles? I always get mixed up. That was a Mott Turtles. What was the Soup Dragon song? Soup Dragon. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck are you on about? This, the, this, the band, the Soup Dragons, they had a big, they had a one hit. I'm free. That's it. I always get a mix up free. I'm free to do what I want any old time. That's the one. Thank you, producer Joseph. Who sings that? The Soup Dragons. Let's fucking leave them at singing. All right. We? Okay. Fair enough. All right. Forgot the iPad. I'm glad anyway. That we've, I've got my phone, we'll use my phone. I've, I'm glad that we've dispensed with the pretense that this podcast is l- ever looking forward or at the present right, or well, addressing anything that remotely I, constitutes news. Can I just say, though, on mm. that note, yeah, when I shown you the thumbnail upstairs before, yeah. you went, should we talk about Rashford? You know why, Stephen? And this will be amazing to, to, for you to hear this, but I was getting annoyed with people on social media I know, mate. I know you're like Jay Motty getting annoyed with someone on social media. I refuse to believe that well, whatsoever. I had a running with an idiot myself. Today. Yeah, I know it's yours. And I, one thing I like about Stay Right, no matter what you say about him, he doesn't care whether you've got 10 million followers or two. He gives everyone equal amount of vitriol. Um, and I saw yours with someone who was basically saying... The guy who said, Marcus should have at least... <laughs> roll that round your head. So not just... Double the amount of goals and assists he's got. And now, if you're not aware, Marcus has got 27 goals and assists in yeah. 38 games. Right. Pathet- pathetic. And actually, per 90, it's probably not far off one in one, actually. Because mm-hmm. he usually gets hooked off after the hour when we're twatting someone. He doesn't get that last half hour to rack his goals up. Yeah. You might have noticed that. Some people notice that. I never noticed that. Anyway, so... He's got 28, uh, 27 goals and assists in 38 games. And a guy was saying he needs to have at least double that. So you're like, hang on. He should have had 54. Yeah. 54 <laughs> goals and assists <laughs> in 38 games. What? That's, this is what I mean, mate. And it's like. Sorry, Jay. At least. At least. At least. Not even that's like the, the best we can hope for. That's like the minimum Maybe we can even hope for. 60 goals and assists. 54. I saw that. I think that's what might have set me off when I came in the office to speak to you and I was like, I can't be doing with it. And I've seen some other stuff. Me and you were talking the other day when it was like people saying, oh, he misses, you know, 
one in five chances, whatever. He's got eighty, and he got eighty-three for eighty-four goals for United. So if he scored all his chances, then he'd have four hundred goals. I think Messi's had hundred and thirteen shots or something this year for fifteen, sixteen goals. Yeah, well, in the league, exactly. So it's like, and what was you, you know? It's, it's just these daft. Me and Joe were talking about in the preview, and it's like every t- like Rashford was trending the other day because Mbappe got an hat trick. Why is he trending because Mbappe gets an hat trick? Because people are using that as a reason to slag off Marcus Rashford. Like, look what Mbappe's doing. Why aren't you doing that? Well, hang on a minute. For starters, Marcus Rashford was joint top scorer in the Champions League when we got knocked out. Secondly, he scored home and away against PSG, who were the best team in our group. Thirdly, he got a hat-trick against Leipzig, who were the other best team in our group. So it's not his fault we're not in the Champions League anymore. Mbappe and his record was pocketed by Axel Tuanze, yeah. who's fucking dishing goals out like you couldn't fucking get them. It's like, what the fuck are you on about? Why is like, I'm watching Mbappe score goals thinking... Marcus Rashford's rubbish. I don't even get that. I don't understand it. When did this become a thing where you're not a fan of the club, but you're a fan of a player? Because I was having this conversation, fucking hell, I don't know, I have a lot of conversations. I think it might have been in here yesterday, where we were saying, like, people, it might have been on the pre-match show yesterday, people will, like, if Haaland goes somewhere, there'll be Haaland fans. Like, there's Messi fans, yeah, there's Ronaldo yeah, fans. If that. Mbappe moves, he's going to have fans that follow him to you know, wherever he goes. I mean, I know you hate one of these. I played devil's advocate a little bit in the sense that if you've not got a specific affiliation with a team, like me and you, obviously, we didn't have a choice in the matter. We're United fans. So a bit like birth. what I was doing with the NFL stuff. Is that, yeah, is that what you do? I don't support teams. Nah, you just like a player and you're... Well, no, I don't even like a player. Right. I just like watching people hurt other people, Jay. You do, actually. That's a very good point. Um, so you get it. If you're not like, you know, a die in a wall or die hard fan of a club and there's a player that you really like and then he goes to another club and you think, oh yeah, I'm going to carry on watching there. I can kind of understand it. Oh, I'm saying that. I've been a Green Bay Packers die hard ultra for about 12 days. You have, haven't you? You've been pretty hard called for almost like a 12, fortnight. Yeah, yeah, for like nearly a fortnight. You. you are a card carry member of their firm. Well, you're the Joylston branch, aren't you, of, of the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dare's got a comment here. Like, listen, we got well on topic here. Let's get back off topic. He says, what the fuck are you talking about Rashford for? Start talking about the 90s and the 2000s. Um, also as well, just before we move off that, Peter Kelly says, I felt like Steve a couple of days ago. Oh, you poor lad. Um, I had to educate someone on Twitter. <laughs> he said, other than Luke Shaw, who said, other than Luke Shaw has been our player of the year outside Bruno. Right. Let's forget about that. <laughs> Let's talk about the 1991 Cup Winners Cup final. Before we go down a rabbit hole, I don't want to go down. Did you call your mate yesterday? No, I didn't. I need to. Sorry, yeah. We'll talk about that off. Can't remember. <laughs> People hate when you do that. I know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he messaged me when we did an interview with someone. Top of your mic, little uh, look at the, the ear. Your little... Yeah. No, look at your thingy. It's yeah. Not, it's not hooked on. Ah, right. Someone's saying that in the comment. I didn't know what they meant. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Sorted. Hooked so. on now. It's, I don't yeah. think it's on the other side because it's all loose. Is it all, all the way around? Right, okay. I've been. Joe says it's fine. It's not I've been fine, Joe. It's been sold. Um, yeah, he messaged me a few weeks ago when we did an interview, anyway. I, I said to him, well, you need to come on and do one. So we'll. we'll bottom, at the, the bottom. The, 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 right at the bottom. Right at the bottom. Right at the bottom. There you go. That one. That one he's hooking on. Oh, he fucked it. He's completely fucked it now. Do you know what? He wants to watch an idiot fondle a mic. <laughs> I'm sure it was perfectly fine before I started doing any of this that's going to make no difference to this podcast whatsoever other than the 30 seconds you're going to have to watch this idiot, in, in other words, me, messing about with a insignificant bit Joe of Joe says, 
not that Joe in there. This Joe here says, seeing as this is the Run When We Were Mint podcast, yeah, and yes, it is, what are your three favourite wins besides um, the trophy wins from 94, 99, no eight teams? So is that our three favourite wins in that season? What season, sorry? Read that again. 94, sorry. 99, 08. 94, 99 and 08. What are your three favourite wins from those seasons other than the trophy wins? 94 Very, might be Oldham. 94. That was arms and legs galore. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Great shout. I was at Wembley for that one. I ended up with and Oldham, and in League 2 now. Mate. It's gone bad there, yeah. right? And have you have been to Boundary Park recently? Not recently. I went it's a few years ago. sad. Is it? Yeah. Has he still got three sides of the ground? No, they did. The the, um, someone spent about fourteen quid, and I think they've done a whole other stand. Put a few crates up and bit of plasterboard. Um, No, that would be mine. Sorry to be unoriginal, but that was absolutely amazing. Ninety nine. I want to say Spurs at home, maybe. Again, it wasn't even a win, but I really enjoyed the Barcelona games. Oh, we we did it on the Watford preview. We talked about this, and the the, the three all at Old Trafford. Man. Even though we, we, we at one point I think we were three so up, it was great though. Yeah. And I remember leaving there, I was just feeling a bit of a high, even though we, you know, it was just imagine a great that. game. <laughs> imagine, imagine enjoying football that you didn't win. <laughs> I know. What happened now? Um, what are you saying, Joe? It says the Arsenal replay. I remember watching the Arsenal first game. Uh, remember Ryan Giggs dribbled it to himself before crossing it to Dwight York and he got ruled out for offside? Yeah, because the linesman said he didn't realise he was going to make it, didn't he? I remember that. It was, it was not, yeah, it didn't make any sense, that argument, but yeah, it was horrible. Meant not. Mm. But saying that, did us a favour. Yeah. Because it was one of the greatest games ever. Um, 2008. Uh, I'm trying to think of the route. It was the semis. Barcelona. It was the same. Didn't you travel across the world? That's why. Pretty literally to go and watch, Jake, watch that. I don't remember. Right. I, here's what I remember. I remember the final whistle. Yeah. I remember staying in the ground for about half an hour. I don't know if you did. <laughs> I, I don't remember leaving the ground. <laughs> as far as I'm yeah. not telling the story because people are going to get in trouble. In a nutshell. <laughs> go on. Just just give us the. Right, the okay. The, I'll give you the broad. Give us strokes. the PG version. Right. The broad strokes are: I watched the first leg in uh, a lovely little hamlet called Iraq, right? Sounds um, delightful. You know, in Bajra Airbase. Um, I had a bet with my sergeant, if United was still in the mix, yeah. I could go home. <laughs> for the Like, we was in the middle of a changeover, and without getting very political, I didn't have a fucking job to do. No, okay. Like, just, it was, I was just there for being there, sake. Yeah. United was still in the fight, and I think, did we play on a Tuesday? We played on the Tuesday. Right, okay. On the Saturday, I got told, right, you can go. But I wasn't on a flight manifest anywhere. So I kind of had to jib. <laughs> jib? <laughs> Mate, I've jibbed to, like, Blackburn and places like, and, you know, Villa Park. Not to buddy from Iraq to Old Trafford. Jibbed it. <laughs> um, so I flew through some zones with a <laughs> assault rifle. <laughs> And, um, you know, one plus one equals, you know, my dad picked me up and we got to Old Trafford for half seven. Perfect. Perfect, mate. It's worth <laughs> it as well, to be fair. All that jibbing across, you know, no, and two continents or whatever it was. Is my wife asked that I just went straight to Old Trafford without seeing her? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'll be real with you. 
It might come up every now and then in a heated moment. <laughs> hey. Have I got a toddler at home? Yeah, but he'll still be there morning tomorrow. <laughs> What's the fucking rush? <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> um, do you know, like, bizarrely, my favourite game from that season, that was amazing, that, that, that Barca game. Um, but I really loved the 6-0 against Newcastle because for me that was when Ronaldo kicked on. I know he'd had a good season 2006-2007, but he got his actually that game, he scored a free kick, and it was like, from then on, you just felt like we were seeing this from a great, a good player into a... a, a I obviously legend. missed a lot of that season yeah. um, through being in that sandy place. Right, yeah. um, I remember watching the the 50th anniversary of Munich derby oh, horrible, on telly. For several reasons, but yeah. Well. But yeah, on telly for it. Um, and a lot of them was, I remember... See, I'm, I'm re- here's the thing is, because I'm not remembering being there, I'm remembering watching it on telly. Well, that's not, you know, it's not like you have to be there. You can, you're some, like, I'm gonna lie, no, but it's, it's, yeah. weird, it's a weird experience you know, yeah. for me to remember the TV footage versus my, my own yeah, eyes. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think, did Skull score that volley against, was it Villa? Wasn't that? 90, um, sorry, 2007, 2008. I can't remember. Was it that season? Or, I mean, or was, you, was that when I was in Afghanistan? Things like this. Like, it all sort of moulds into one for me. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought the Newcastle game, I thought there was quite a few games that season where Ronnie steps up. Um, oh, really? When he scored 42 goals? Yeah. Yeah, one or two. Where did it though? Because like, <laughs> in the semi-final against Barca, he missed the penalty, didn't he, away? And then finally missed his penalty. Like, and he, I, think that was, other than, I think he might have missed one at Upton Park, but other than that, he scored all the others. It's really weird. He scored 42 goals, let him off. I know, I mean, I'm not criticising him too much, you know what I mean? It didn't really matter. And he did score that header, although West Brown put it on the plate for him, didn't he, in the final? Couldn't miss with that, with that cross. Mint that. Oh Mate, it was up against Essien. I think I'm winning that against Essien. <laughs> <laughs> Get down, you little bastard. <laughs> a bit of that. It was such a good, it was a good final, actually. It's a lot better than the 99 final. Yeah. 99 us, final was terrible. Juventus for a few reasons as well, because um, at the time, there was this sort of lore of Italian football. In the 90s, we all watched it on Channel 4. We all fucking wish we were James Richardson. Yeah. We all wanted a Gazzetta della Sport, pink fucking sports paper. Well, Macca's does his show based on it, doesn't he? Yeah. We had, you know, at the time, based on UEFA coefficients, Juventus were the best team in the world. I think they'd been top of UEFA coefficients for like three years because they got to like finals and semis and finals and semis. Yeah. And, and then United didn't win in Italy. It just wasn't a thing at the time. You no. didn't go to Italy and win. You might get a draw. You ain't fucking winning. Get no, out of your head. No, we had to, historically as well, going back to the, like you said, you know, the Busby era, not great results. And then nearly. the, um, we go 2 0 down. You're like, it's over, Jay. Oh, man. You ain't oh. fucking beating them in their own backyard. No. What was it, 20 minutes? 2 0 yeah, down? Something like that. Just. And then Roy Keane gets booked, and you're like, and the only fucking person who felt like he believed was Roy Keane. Mate, it was just such a, an amazing night and an amazing performance by Roy Keane as well. Your boy, David Beckham, it's often overlooked, to be honest with you. And I'm not trying to be hipster here. David Beckham was arguably man of the match, to be honest with you. He had such a good game, but Roy Keane was a bit different because it wasn't just his performance. It was the way he got everyone going. Do you know what I mean? And he sort of rallied, and he, you know, when he would miss the final as well. But Beckham was unplayable that night. Yap Stam after the first twenty minutes was ridiculously good as well. But Keno just dragged everyone up with him, and it was just it was a phenomenal performance. And I remember at one point, I think he took out 
was it there's Champs, Davids and Zidane like one after the other and like a, in, in one go. <laughs> it was just like... It was madness that. And it's just I think ridiculous. we've said this a couple of times. You never appreciate it. Like you're watching United in the semi-final coming back against Juventus. Madness yeah. for starters. Yeah. And thinking, you know, the Champions League finals on the other side of this and it didn't ever feel too big. No. And it didn't ever feel monumental. It was very matter of fact. Cut. Like, but the, but it was also not the confidence because we'd never previously, like in my lifetime at least, won the Champions League. No. So it was, it, there was a bizarreness about it. There was like, yeah, of course we're just going to fucking just steamroller whoever, but also we've never been here before. No, I know. <laughs> it was weird. It was a danger as well that I remember thinking the wheel's going to come off this season because against Juventus at Old Trafford was probably our worst performance that season. Yeah. I know we drew. That was the flat one. Yeah. That was the one where we looked human. Yeah, we did. And I remember... Like, Inter Milan, we destroyed... And it was only 2-0. But, but no, Again, your boy there was just ridiculously good cross. Even I could have scored one of them. No disrespect to Dwight York, but that was a pinpoint accurate cross. He's just bouncing off your dad. Um, but yeah, the Juventus one at home, you thought... Mm. Yeah, we've come up right. against a, pr- a true European great yeah, here, what's going and on we've here? been found wanting. Yeah, gigs. I think it was it last minute. I was at that game. Um, I didn't go to the one in Turin, but to get that win, and then that's it. Then and it, you don't look back. Um, it's just <sighs> miss that, miss that, mate. It's just unreal, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? And it's like once you get to that final, I always thought we get to the final, we'll win it. By Munich, though, isn't it? The thing is, we you know, we'd been found wanting against them. We'd we'd come up against them and was very even with them in the group. I st- mm, yeah, I, f- I think over in uh, Munich we should have won. I thought Schmeichel, and I know I'm not exactly his biggest man, but it's a rare mistake from him that gave gave them the equaliser. I think, um, but no, I know what you mean. But I just felt if we get there, we'll do it. Do you know? What? Do you know what? I've got a lot of times by Munich as well. They're, their fans. Were Decent when it came to Old Trafford. I remember them all singing, um, You Only Sing When You're Winning. So it was all because I was nearly away from, you know, like obviously. What, 99? Yeah, German, obviously, accents, but it was just so funny because it was all like. They're a weird looking crew. Yeah, you only sing when you're winning, and it was like all the United fans started applauding. (laughs) It was like, fair play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were good. But those are like, I put United in in the same class as the Barcelona's, the Bayern Munich's, the Juventus's of this world. We are one of the top clubs. And no, okay, we might not have won the title for eight years. That doesn't change. But back then, especially. So when you play in those teams, in the group, Barca, Bayern, then Inter, who were, you know, one of Europe's top clubs as well, then Juve, it was like massive games every mm. week. Do you know what I mean? Not, you know, there was no, okay, you had Bromby in the group, but other than that, that was it. Do you know what I mean? There was no like, all oh, right, well, we've got a, we've got a game against Grasshoppers this week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Because of the, was there less groups? I'm not sure, yeah. I think there was there was fewer teams, weren't there? Yeah, so um, I think there might have been less groups. So obviously it was it was harder because now you see the last two games of the group, the, the group's dealt with very yeah, often. Yeah. And you're like, and then play and whoever uh, play, debuts out in the Champions League. Like, and, and it feels very much like you can get a, a, a sort of a draw in the knockout that's like a buy almost at times. Yeah. You can go, oh, yeah, we get them. Like the scout, I'm not just being better, but the scout said it didn't remember. I think when we got Barca, they got to get Porto or someone. I can't remember who it got, but it was like, oh, they've done one there. There's none of that. If you're in knockout stages, you're facing someone decent. Yeah. Like there's no easy teams now. That's 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 over it's for you. It's just with the growth of it, it's just watered it down. Yeah. The fact that there's four English teams in there's a fucking piss take. Because it was top two then, wasn't it? 
it was, yeah, it was we, we, we came second. We were the first team, or we, you know, non-champions. Not, then we won it. High five. <laughs> um, yeah, like yeah, because it was the Champions League before. Yeah. It made a lot of sense. The Champions Cup, obviously, prior to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't like the way it grew, and I, and it's only ever gonna go. The genie's out of the bottle. It ain't going back in. No. Like that Europa Conference. Any fucker who plays top flight football in Europe's getting in Europe soon. It's it's, it's heading towards that. I think that's what they want in it. Um, and it is a bit of a shame, but no matter what, nothing can take away those moments. And if you look at '99 as a, as a whole season in the FA Cup, we had Chelsea, Middlesbrough in the Premier League, um, Scousers, the, well the, the Scousers. We had them. Um, Arsenal, obviously. Have you seen that game recently, by the way? Which one? That Liverpool game. Which one? It was one? on MUTV the other day. Me, Alex and Joe watched it. The, the 99 one? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that game. Probably. 30 red cards. <laughs> Did it show Phil Thompson at the end Give on the pitch? No. That was my favourite bit of that game. <laughs> About 30 red cards there is. Yeah. There wasn't a standing tackle. What do you think's the roughest game you've ever seen for United? Like, no holes barred, Arsenal, two foot. Arsenal, 991. Arsenal, that... All right, that was different because that was a <laughs> 21 man brawl. Not so it wins, then. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and talking of that phone call I've got, mate, you, you mentioned earlier, and Chucky was talking about, he started that and he didn't even get booked. Min. Min. Um, but yeah, that, that's different because that was literally points deducted and all that. But talking, funny enough, do you remember the Arsenal game when we ended there on beating Mud? That was unreal, that, wasn't it? We like battered him. Some of the challenges, and then we got the penalty, one of the softest penalties you'll ever get, and we were booting them all over the gaff. Was it um, Jose Antonio Reyes, I think, mm. just kicked him everywhere. Yeah, he got bullied. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I, he, that might have finished him in the Prem. I know. I remember that. Like, I think it was Gary Neville or someone like, two for going through him and then moaning at the ref when he got booked. <laughs> like, like, what in that like, Liverpool game, Roy Keane, I think it might be, I think it might be Jamie Redknapp, nearly kills him. Yeah. And then, has the audacity to even speak to the referee afterwards, going like, just like, I love that. What? I love what it. I mean, what? I love, I love it. Like, you literally like he's knee high challenges. Yeah, his, his knees popped out, and you're screaming at the ref in anger that he's, you know, giving you the a talking to. To not even book him. Yeah. Like, did he get booked? He might have got booked for that actually, because that was like, I think it was above the knee. This is the thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not advocating, you know, those sort of tackles, but that's one thing we're not getting without the crowd. You're not getting that intensity, are you? I know we've had big results and big games and that, but there's nothing better than when you've got... Can you imagine what it must be like for a player when you just fucking mull someone and yeah. you have 70,000 people just go, yes, fucking yeah. uh, kill him. Like, it must be fucking mega. Do you, do you remember, do you remember? It must be hard to not do that that's, every tackle. That's why I love, <laughs> right, and I, I'm gutted we sold him, Rafael De Silva. Because, like, do you remember when we got beat up Scouts 3-0? And it was... a like a horrible game but yeah when he was trying to fight the whole team yeah, yeah. and he, he went through Gerard, got the crowd going and we were singing 20 times constantly and you'd think we were winning 3-0 and like even though the game was obviously horrible but the atmosphere was mint and it was all it started with that tackle he flew in everyone just got up for it and it just got the whole crowd going and he always loved loved referee proper got it as they say mm. um, Peter Kelly's asking a good question why did we wear our away kit versus Barca at home in 99 couldn't tell you Oh, mate, you know, I put money on you knowing that little bit of trivia. That's your no, sort I, of thing. I've asked that question. Have you? Yeah. Um, uh, asked Martin Edwards. <laughs> I also this is like you texting. Who's it you texted the other day rather than Googling when, when the next game was? Oh, Tedden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just ask the chairman. I'll just Google him. I'll just uh, message him and see whether he's, where he's playing next week. I also asked Martin Edwards why we had um, 
what the reason behind or the thinking behind having the Champions League kit was. He didn't know. He didn't know. No. <laughs> Not very, not 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 a micromanaging chairman. Then he's just like, clearly, yeah. Not, not and bothered. It, it, it was such a fob. I was like, oh no, probably some commercial thing. I mean, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? Like what, to elaborate? What a disappointing answer. Yeah, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks what's for clearing the, that up. What's Exclusive the point in having your fucking number uh, <laughs> when this is the bullshit I get asked. <laughs> Martin was exclusive. Don't know. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> it's an answer. I think someone asked me that. So I saw someone. Like someone said something about like, which football players' numbers have you got on your phone? Like the weirdest ones. Yeah, come on. I got Sheringham in York. Really? Yeah, I've got Solskjaer as well, but he's changed his number since he came to Manchester. That's it, mate. You're not tempted. Well, were you not tempted? Did you try it? Right. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll say it. So come on. Uh, I asked Rennie. So right. the first time we had Rennie on. Yeah. Fucking years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I text Ollie in the September before he was appointed in the December. Yeah. And I said... Scroll down on MCAL. So get the, bring up the other super chats while Steve's telling us. Uh, I said, can I can I interview you for your United podcast? Um, and then sent him the links to what we've done and stuff like that. There's one I've missed. And he said, yeah, okay. And I thought, sweet. And, I, and I was, at the time I was like, well, do you want me to fly out to Norway? Like, how That's we, it. How should we hook this up? Um, and then he ghosted me for a bit. And I... When it was sort of like rumoured that he might be coming, I thought, I've got a cunning plan here. Go on. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ring up and say, I'm Mike from the club. Just checking your travel arrangements. <sighs> Such a slippery little <laughs> clever weasel, isn't he? Um, and I phoned him and didn't get an answer. And then the number don't weren't out. Got it, mate. That's quite, that's quite crafty. I'm, like, oh, I'm just confirming your travel arrangements, Mr. Solskjaer, yeah? Yeah, because if it's not on, he's going to go, what? What, yeah. Or he's going to go, yeah, got them all. And he'd yeah. be like, ah, oh, let's go. Cool. Yeah, so we've got you down in the flight arrives at 12 o'clock Monday. No, what? No, 11 o'clock terminal, what? Cheers, yep. Thanks. <laughs> I'll uh, see you there, literally. Um, Cameron S in the super chat says, as an American who only just became a proper United fan within the last six years, I feel for you there, mate. You picked the wrong time, but I'm glad you did. Uh, I enjoy listening to you two telling the story of this great club. Don't worry as well, Cameron. The glory days are returning. Trust me on that one. That's based on, you know, no evidence, but I believe it. Um... Ross Murphy, great to hear from Ross, big supporter of the channel. It says, one of the games that will stay with me as a United fan was at the Emirates and Ronaldo ran the show. Long range free kick, counter attack. 2009. We had a couple against them, didn't we, where we absolutely destroyed them. Yeah. But I speaking of Rennie about, Rennie's that, like... That one, you're right, it's 2009. That's the Kieran Gibbs one, isn't it? I think, he, I think didn't Wenger in his infinite wisdom start Kieran Gibbs right from, might, might have given his debut against Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Almost ended his career in five do you, minutes. Do you not like me, boss? Yeah. <laughs> got, a, got a job for you, son. Hey, got some great news for you. Is that Portuguese fella? Nanny. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. the, the, the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> yeah, that Ballon d'Or winner. You're marking him today. Right, we've got a note here which says, I've been told to ask you to plug the members podcast talking about our weight loss challenge. It is out now. So you you love like notes me. on that screen, John. I love the way you read them with such enthusiasm as well. <laughs> we've got a note here. <laughs> the best one is your weight... Do not read. <laughs> Why put it in there? <laughs> That's a, what oh. do you think I'm going to do? Um, scroll down. Let's have a look at some of the comments. Um, uh, Gurav says, I oh, used yeah. to love this channel when it was full-time devils. Now to see the channel spend most of the time talking about the past. Listen, fucko. You literally clicked the podcast that says, remember when we were mint. 
The whole idea of this hour that we do is to talk about the past. Now, fuck off to TikTok and subscribe. Yeah, he's only kidding. I'm not. <laughs> um, we do appreciate your support. And just so you know, this channel has lots of different things on it. We do the news. We do the updates. We do the watch-alongs. We do the previews. We do the youth review. We cover everything that is involved with Manchester United. Me and Steve do an hour of talking about the 1991 European Cup Winners' Cup final, Steve's rugby career. Gravy. Gravy. And whatever else we want yeah. to, so shut this, up. You know, if you want... Like this here. Yeah. MB1DD says, Hi, Stephen. Any knowledge on the Ardenshaw Reservoir and if you are able to visit it or not? Actually, yes. Used to run around it. It's about a mile and a half. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've been to the Ardenshaw Reservoir. They has got, they has got a fence around it. Yeah. But you can jib a fence, can't you? Of course you can. There you go. Corner Allen says, Steve's like run Burgundy can only read from the teleprompter. Quite true, not. Hey. Um... Oh, we are. What's Karen Wallace saying there? Why was Vidic the hardest defender to ever walk the earth? Miss having a defender who would do anything to stop a goal. Don't know if he was. Was, Steve, he, was, was he Look at Steve Bruce's nose, Jay, and tell me that it wasn't Steve Bruce. Do you know How many times did you see Vidic bleeding on the pitch? Three, four? Do you know, Ian, do you know Ian Wright chinned him once down the tunnel? Steve Bruce? Yeah. Apparently all went off. Uh, my friend was... I'm not saying that Steve Bruce was not down or anything. He just got a punch off um, Ian Wright in the tunnel. And it all did I off. play at the Willows? I did play at the Willows. Um, and the river of piss that runs around the very fucking bottom row of the terrace as well. Remember the that? River, river of piss. I mean, you go, oh, is it? No, I mean, it's, that a Billy I mean, Joel it's, song? It's actually oh, piss. River of Dreams. It's actually piss because they're <laughs> shitters. Oh, it's not even a shitter. It's literally... Right? The urinal, I believe they're called in civilised countries... Jo Can we bring up Joe Swarbrick's super chat, please? A painted wall chat. with a trough at the bottom. The willows. <laughs> I think it was built in 1911 or something, and then they just left it. <laughs> Joe Swarbrick, if you're watching, put it in the chat again. We'll try and find your other super chat, um, but if not, just put a, just put a comment in. Don't put, don't find another super chat, and I'll I'll read it out. Is no. the water cold? I don't know. I haven't been in the reservoir. <laughs> You've not been in the reservoir. No. Reminds me of that Morrissey song. Um, what's it? The first of the gang to die. What's he saying? You've never been in love until you've seen the sun rise down by the reservoir. Move on. I'm forgetting the words already. <laughs> and you're looking at me like, what are you quoting Morrissey songs for, you absolute witch? There you go. Said it for you. What United game from the 80s do I think of the fondest? Oh, there's a good... You're only a babby, weren't you, in the 80s? Considering... <laughs> Considering my first game was September 1990. Um, do you know my first game? It's got to be the Barcelona one. It's the only one I've seen. My well, right. it's not the only one I've seen. Some of them Norman Whiteside fucking bangers at Ibrae. Oh, the Whiteside one. Wasn't that 89, the one at the Anfield, where he nearly and all the rest took Steve McMahon and cut Steve McMahon in half? I've got an idea. Can we yeah. turn the eating off? I know it is roasting in here, isn't it, son? Go on, reach it. You can get it from there. 24 fucking degrees. What are you playing at? Um, dream transfer. Fuck off, mate. Um, would pants have been removed if United had signed Ronaldinho? I think they would, but yeah, in hindsight, wouldn't have got Ronaldo. I know. It's still. I get that. I get that argument, and it's a very good one. Um, but, oh, here we go. We found, we found um, Joe Swarbrick. 
Um, he's on the super chat. Apologies for missing it. I thought we'd already read it, and it isn't it's because it was a similar question to the other one. Uh, for me, my favorite three favorite games for night four, nine, nine, and oh eight are three one Norwich away, two nil inner at home. That Norwich away was night three. Um, and the two one Arsenal win. Oh, Argy's free kick. Yeah, that was a great one. Fucking great free kick. That, go on, turn, turn the heat off. I'll time you. Me? Yeah. Go on. Because he's not doing it clearly, is he? I'll read the comments. Favorite member from class of 92? Robbie Savage. No? Not Robbie Savage? Okay. Beckham. Joe Tate says, stop living in the past. Joe, no. <laughs> is the answer to that, mate. Not going to happen. Come meet me in the past and fight me. Yeah. Uh, I'll fuck you back off to the future. Ross Murphy says, we need Trevor back to talk about the time when he went to games as a United fan. We will get Trevor back on the channel um, as well. Um, Joe Presbaluski, which is my favourite surname. Uh, best team not to win the league in the 90s, that would be Manchester United in 1998. 995. All right, 995. Yeah, right, yeah, good good shout. See, both times, it was that one player, wasn't it? Keno in 98. And arguably Keno, uh, Cantona in 98. Yeah, you could argue that, actually, good point. Uh, and, and obviously, Eric in 95. So, fine margins, fine margins. Sign it. But you see, when we lost a player, we took it down to the wire. What we didn't do was lose a player and then crumble and then moan about our injuries or our players missing for the rest of the season like some people do from down the M62. Hull. <laughs> Them Hull. Oh, Leeds. Oliver Edwards says, favourite member of the class of 1907, obviously Billy Meredith. Next question. I don't know if Meredith was in the 07 team. Don't try I and spoil it I with your knowledge. I think he joined prior to that. Um, oh, is it, is it Bucknell? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to Google it. I was it? Not, I, I'm not that. I was only seven. <laughs> um, I want to say Charlie Stephen Bucknell. Lancaster right. says, what player? If I've got Charlie Bucknell right, oh, God, I'm going you know on. You will have because, because I know what you like. I don't know what the fuck I've not. Why that's in my fucking head. I thought anything around the sort of turn of the century or the first United League win, I always go with Billy Meredith because it's just the obvious one. I don't want to go on my phone because I'm uh, two people sat on the phones isn't the best. Um, so I'll just do it. Jacob OC says, best football commentator. I go with Clive Tilsley just for the 99. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's a bit of a shallow pool. There's not a lot of commentators I really have a great fondness for, but Are I do like... Um, he's more of a pundit though, isn't he? Okay, well. Yeah, yeah but... Danny, the thing with Danny Ingbottom is he's a pundit that does his research. Yeah. Like he's that rare breed that actually doesn't just use bluster and passion, but actually analyses games, teams. And, and makes sense. Up, yeah. Like, you know, he knows about the team that he's commenting on. He doesn't just say things like... Some awesome insight from him as well. They need to score more goals and defend better. Shit like... British lads. Good Sand British lads. Sandy Turnbull was who I was thinking of. Ah. Uh, see. Let yourself no, down there. You let, no, you let me down, yourself down, the channel down, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm Your sorry. 1907 knowledge sorry, is the Achilles heel for this challenge. For this channel? For, for this channel. Sorry. Um, how long before Rooney gets Steve Bruce size? 14 months. I don't know, you know. No, I do. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think he'll stick his he one. He nearly though. did that in preseason. He's still, I think he's, I think now he's probably more focused than he was as a player. Um, Tedden says, top coach. Yeah. Top, top coach. Really? That's good. That's good to hear. Um, is he enjoying it down now from what you spoke to him about? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, good. Because I like Wayne Rooney. And I think it's weird, isn't it, that he doesn't sometimes get the credit he deserves. I think some people still hold on to that. 
flirtation with City and the fact he's a scouser and all that nonsense. But won the lot, scored more goals than anyone's ever scored for Manchester United. What's not to love? Let's talk about Arsenal games Could flying in with Martin challenges. Edwards. He doesn't know. <laughs> we text Martin Edwards and find out why we wore white socks in Europe. Uh, Aditya Gutam says best signing between '95 and 2000 for us? Question mark. Still answer this on behalf of both of us. Dwight York, Napstam. Mm, I'd go. I mean, with European Golden Boot or a guy that won three leagues back to back and then fucked off. I go. With, I'd probably go with Stam. Um, it's a tough call. I mean, it is a tough call. I'll give you that. Um, Ethan Jackson says, does Bruno get in the 99 team and start? Fuck no. Luke Shaw obviously does. Winky, right. winky emoji for the Luke Shaw one. He's right. only having a, he's having a good laugh there, the lad. Uh, does Bruno get in the 99 team? I don't think he does. No. Only because the only place for him in that team is probably over Scholes. No, it'd be Dwight York's spot. Scholes was more of a midfielder than Bruno is. We played four four two. But I'm saying, yeah. But would you, if you were to accommodate Bruno, then you're saying take York out, put him in. He's a... He's a He's a, he's a 10 and really York was the 10 of that sort of yeah, team he did a bit more link up I was thinking if you were going to do it you might drop Keno deeper and put Bruno as like a you know do like a that midfield midfielder. would get obliterated would it? yeah Bruno's too far in the final third look at Scolzi's positioning it was very much next to Roy Keane very much so it and was then late runs but Bruno's early runs. Bruno's might as well be a forward. But there were times when Keno would just be like a one-man fucking machine, wrecking ball in front of that defence. But, but he still had a free of midfield next to him. They weren't like. Giggs but look at '99 for the the Turin game, for example. Skulls, he, he was he was he was he was it with Keno. Was it Nicky Butt? So yeah, he's more of a defensive man in there. Yeah, and he, it was it who gave him the pass. I think Bruno would have gone in instead of. Uh, York. The more interesting but then you're one would have been Cantona. So you can't do that now. So um, the more interesting one is that Bruno would have come in and, and replaced Cantona for like 93, 94, 95, 96. Yeah, because that's exactly. I think he's in the conversation, Bruno. I think he's one of the probably the only player in this current squad who is in that conversation. Scholes as often, and SS says Jacob only post two thousand when Rude played. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then you're laughing, aren't you? But like you say, uh, on the on the 4-3-3 with Veron, um, this is one of the convos I've had with Rio. And I don't on. think we've had this on camera. Educate us, my friend. He wanted to play four four two. He wanted um, he wanted Veron and Keane to be a two together, um, and he wanted Skulls to play off Rude. He did that for one game and he two. He, he kind of well, he tried kind of the Ipswich game, and I it think. was it was Carlos Kiros that was like, right, <laughs> don't fucking work, pal. Really, like, it was Fergie wanted to basically play four four two with it. I don't think I've ever been as excited. Well, that's like because I was excited when we signed Andy Cole, but that is one of the most exciting times the United fan was when we signed Ron, because like you were saying about Gazzetta and Italian football, and he'd he basically won the oh. Scudetto for Lazio. I can't think who yeah. that's like us signing. Yeah, it's, and he was a. We didn't do that. We didn't go out and buy the best player in the world. No, we signed Yapstam from fucking where? Like PSV, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. We got Ronaldo when he was a child, and he wasn't a Ballon d'Or. Right, was from Aston Villa. Yeah, like Veron was the best player in Italy who just won Lazio their first title in decades, with a team built around him. I mean, I, even Rio came from fucking Leeds. Yeah, and it's like, and we went and got him. And we were, you know, we were one of the best teams in the world at the time. And then we had one of the best players on the planet. And you're like, Wagawan in oh, here. Beckham, Ronaldo or Beckham in 99? Why have I never seen that conversation? Ronaldo, which year? Ooh. All right then, yeah. 
Ronaldo, oh eight or Bex ninety nine. Who's the better player? Who's the one if you had to pick one of them in your team? Who you it's got to be Ronaldo. See, it depends what your team yeah, needs. Clearly, that, like Beckham works in the ninety nine team perfectly. Like you would not swap him for Ronaldo because it, I don't think you would be in that team. But you also wouldn't put Beckham no, in the in no, the 08 team. No, you wouldn't. Because you just Beckham's not going to get you forty. Yeah, he's not going to get you forty two goals. Just as Cristiano Ronaldo, he's not going to put pinpoint accurate crosses on Dwight York's head. He's going to run with the ball. No, and, try and, and score Ronaldo for in ninety nine does not score forty two goals from right wing. No, he doesn't because he's right wing as well. Yeah, and, and he, Fergie's he, screaming at him, "What are you doing, gallivanting up there?" Get back in front of Gary Neville where you belong. <laughs> yeah, well, for starters, yeah, because Beckham did that elite level. Yeah, at which you know you just did not see from uh, from Ronaldo. You know Ronaldo the, was given the license to not defend. Tell the truth. Did you have a bit of a turn in your eye with the uh, reunion game the other year when Beckham was doing them seventy yard passes? A tear in my eye. Yeah, and my fucking pants off. Yeah, I was like, that, <laughs> I think I might have said at the time it's the best right wing performance I've seen in about five years I think you'd on this right. ground. It's just like. And uh, there's a doc- I don't know if I broke the rules there. <laughs> well, it won't be the first time, will it? Let's have it right. Something might be coming to your screens very soon about David Beckham. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, the amount of work that he put in will be in the thing that might appear on your screens at some point. Like the effort that he- the graph, the preseason he put himself through for a fucking Legends game. Just tells you the mentality of this maniac. So good. He was hiring Loftus Road. <laughs> Hi, like, give me that stadium. Just pause the comments a minute. I want to ask Steve about that Peter Jackson comment in a minute. Let's hire a stadium. He's filling it with like a couple of ex-players and people. David Beckham rings you going down, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Filled it with like Brooklyn and a load of his mates. A load of fucking whippersnappers that he's got to run after. But then Beckham would just put himself through 90 minutes to just fucking up and down graft. I would have paid three figures for going watching that behind closed doors game. Do you think in the top five players you've ever seen play for United, is he in the top five? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and I I'm, say Cantona, Ronaldo, Keane, Beckham. I'm putting Robbo in there. I know I've got a couple of years on you and I think that makes a massive difference because yeah, of our ages. Post-90s. Yeah. I just got the, the, I got enough of him to know I was seeing something special. Cantona, Keen, you know, no questions. Yeah. No, Ronaldo, no question. There's no point out, you know, he's the best player the Beckham, he's ever there seen. there is no fucking question. No question whatsoever. Underrated. And then it's, do you go with the longevity of gigs or skulls? Because that was unreal. The quality of Rio or Stam, because that was unreal. Or... You know, the Wayne Rooney was a hair under being the best player in the world a few times. It's one of them. Can't argue. Rooney, Stam, Rio, gigs or skulls. For pur- for I mean, you could even just for the, the purple patchiness of his time, throw Rudin in the mix. <laughs> just because of that ridiculous run of goals in that he's, short he's space of time. Good luck. Yeah. Quite <laughs> decent. I reckon he'd probably get at least seven fifteen goals in the Premier League this, this not now, uh, he's coming age away. Is he 48? Yeah, I reckon. He, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm glad you picked up on that. I wanted to ask you this, Steve, because you're a bit of a a bibliophile. Um, Peter Jackson says, I bought a book. Luke, that's a great comment, and I will answer that. Um, I bought a book, don't know where from, don't know where, but called Manchester United, The Complete Record, to about 2007 by Ender Endra. Anything you want to know? Oh. Uh, Endler. Clearly need to learn about the fucking 07 team. 1907. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, Luke Hosted, what's he saying there? Go on. 
Uh, Alpha Tori on the ball. Best on the ball, fullback at Paddock. I think, does he mean Alpha Tori or the best on the ball, fullback at Paddock? Right. Fullback at Paddock. Explain this because some people watching this going, like me. All right, so yeah, we've, going, we've got you, our own. talking about? We've actually got our own non league football team. We are level Scroll 14. Scroll down as well, please, uh, Carl. And some people are like, well, we're level 14. Um, we're winning the fucking league this year if they let us. Right. If they let us, if Bojo does his job on Monday and Bold. says you can go to the gym and you can play football again, make no mistake, Paddock will be fucking lifting silverware in May or June, <laughs> depending when the fucking season's due to end, because uh, I don't know when it's going to end. Um, ah, fullbacks, you're talking Will Hobson, who's upstairs. I love Will. Most chilled out man in the world and in this office, that's saying something. Um... Alpha Tory was fucking shit, right? Let's have it right. Proper, 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 proper shit. Potentially the worst player I've seen in a United shirt. But he was in a United shirt. Yeah. That's got to lend summit to it. Of course it has. And I'll be real. Fullback's not the most stacked area in our team. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Probably not a lot in it. I couldn't tell you who. For, I could, it's not like if you say forwards, I've got fucking... I didn't hear that. Sorry, say that a little louder, son. Uh, it's not like yeah, we're forwards where I've got rate loads. Um, yeah, I've got a bit of a team now, don't you? We'll get to that another time anyway. Two well, 11s at the minute, Jay. The hardest game we're going to have this season is going to be that first training session back when I fucking make them play against each other. <sighs> don't worry. You'll have full commentary on here. On this one, well, no, on your channel. Oh, Shred why does it set up your own non-league team? Me and... Uh, that on the Pundit, <laughs> Me and Pundit J, or me and Joe Smith doing a commentary. Uh, Peter Kelly in the Super Chat says, United all-time Premier League five-a-side team. Ronaldo, Scholes. Because apparently you don't get a ball off Scholes at five-a-side. Love that. That's just, I think. Yeah. I don't... I want to say Rio, because I think he's more mobile, but I also want to go even more mobile go on. with my defence. I think you've got to have a fullback. All right. You know, you mate, Patrice Evra. Um, it might be Irwin. Oh, I'm no, no one's going to argue you there. Because, you know, well, obviously he's short. He can go left foot, right foot. Yep. Defensive instincts there. He's quick. He's got a dig on him. And you know at five aside, if someone's got a rocket of a foot on him, which... Irwin's got for days. Yeah. That's hard to deal with. I so mean, I'm thinking, Irwin, Scoldsy. Who else did I just say? It's got to be Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, you're not, what are you going to do with your tricks? You're going to launch him, aren't you? Keeper, Van der Sar. I think Schmeichel's too big. Good lad, good lad. And then Proud of one you. more. Ah, Rooney. I'm, do you know what? I'm going right with just hardcore five-a-side team. I'm having Stam, Kino, Robbo. Rooney, <laughs> and I suppose we need a goalkeeper, don't we? <laughs> so I'll just, <laughs> I'll have step me, do step me. Yeah, <laughs> European coming up. Um, I just want a team that when it goes off in the car park, your team yeah, sound like, <laughs> and it will go off in the car park. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um, Nate Bennett in the Super Chat says, "Great show." I became a United supporter in 2011. MUFC so says Skulls was better than Beckham. <laughs> So I miss the Ronaldo era live. How does Diallo hype compare to Ronaldo hype when he was the same age? It doesn't. I don't think there was this level of hype around Cristiano Ronaldo. It's a social media thing. Yeah, that there was. Because you don't, don't forget, in 2003 when we signed Ronaldo, we'd seen him in that game against United. No, but, we hadn't. 
All right, some people had. I hadn't. <laughs> I was in Malia. I was, I was annoyed that we'd signed the wrong Ronaldo when I read it on the, in the paper that we'd signed Ronaldo. I remember saying, typical of our club, that. How uh, many people got baited with that headline in the yeah. back of yeah, the paper? what he said. United signed Ronaldo, and this is not long after that hat-trick for Real Madrid. But we all applauded. <laughs> so you're like, yes. I'm like, yeah, we've signed Ronaldo. Cristiano, <laughs> we've been, we got him off wish, lads. Fuck's sake. <laughs> That's what it was last day. I was like, fucking stay at my club. Fucking shit. <laughs> Um, little did I know that he was going to go on to become one of the greatest players in the history of association football. So you never know. But there was Sorry, no. Did you say one of one of the greatest players in the history. One of, of yeah. Oh, speaking of which, go on. On today's episode of Fuck Pele. Oh, go on. This fucking fraud, Jay. Uh, right. This is if you if you don't know, he's just explained the segment that he's created about two months Fuck ago. Pele. Yeah, he's not Pele's biggest fan. No. You can't just make up a thousand fucking goals. And oh, it was a friendly. Cool. Well, we don't count pre-season. Are you saying we should count pre-season, Jay? <laughs> what's a load of bollocks? Because if otherwise Ronaldo's what, in a thousand what's, already. What's annoyed you this week about... Right. So I was Pele. just on Wikipedia, just looking at World Cups of the 1950s, right? Right, okay. As you do. And then it, it occurred to me that some guy called Vava who I've never fucking heard of, Vada. across a couple of two fucking World Cups, scored more goals for Brazil than Pelé did. Okay. And there was two World Cups, Jay, where that fucking hard-on pill-flogging knobhead scored one goal. One goal. Right. The time he scored six in a World Cup, which is a good return, right? Yeah. Some French dickhead scored 13. Was that Justine Fontaine? It was, yeah, correct. Yes. Um, so... Extensive research by ST, and yet again, he's found a, a chink in Pele's armor. Um, I'm gonna put this out there, ST. Fraud. I think Pele was all right. How many football. times was Pele leading scorer in a World Cup of which he likes to remind everyone he won three of? No, you was in a team that won three. You contributed about as much as Jonathan fucking Greening did, or as much as John Terry did. <laughs> I like Escapes of Victory, and I think Pele's puts in a decent performance in it, so okay, I'm well, that- not quite. It's a Hollywood unborn. movie yeah. and about as real as him scoring a thousand fucking goals. Well, I think if you check your records, Mr. Housen, he counts the goals that he scored in Escape to Victory. Well, there we go. <laughs> Not once. Right, three World Cup wins, which yeah. means you played for the best team in the world, allegedly. For how many years? And, you, and twice you turn up with one goal in a World Cup. This is when half the games were 6-3. Six, six, in 62, it was Garincha, wasn't it? Garincha was the was man. He was Garincha. Was he the leading scorer in that World Cup? He was. I uh, don't know if he was the leading scorer. Well, he was the German he, fella. He was the. He was the one that um, made him tick. He was unreal. I think he had two left legs. Garincha. Mm. Like, he was something wrong with him, but just like the most amazingly skillful player probably in the history of football. Like, I was an alcoholic. Not fucking once. I think during his playing career. Did he? Uh, did he come away as leading fucking scorer? The fucking fraud. And that goal. That everyone Don't sees in the 1970 World Cup final. Anyone can lay that ball. I could do that. It. I could do that. He gives it, well, he gives it his mate sweaty hands out and he bangs it into the, top, the bottom corner. He just, he's, he's not even moving. He's just sort of stood there like lazy. Right. In my opinion. Let me throw this at you. Go on. Team of the World Cup 1958. Harry Gregg was in that. Rightly so. The fuck was he doing going to a World Cup three months after nearly dying in a plane crash? The Bobby Charlton went, mate. Maniac. Bobby Charlton went to the 1958 World Cup. Madness. And uh, it just... You know, it, it boils my piss because it was like, you remember like before the 2018 World Cup, people were like, 
can people stop being mean to Harry Kane on social media? He's got a World Cup coming up. Right. You know what? Bobby Chant lost half his mates and went to the fucking World yeah. Cup. Harry Grant was pulled expected them out to perform. Pulled his mates out of burning fucking wreckage. Yeah, and went to the World Cup a few months later. Had a week off. Back in the fucking team. Not that I'm advocating trolling players on social media, by the way. I can't stand it. It really annoys me. Um, yeah, sorry. Someone else uh, says one leg was shorter than the other. Green shirt, one leg was shorter than the other. But he was still the greatest player in the world for a little period until I think he... I, I'm, not, I'm not taking a piss here, but I think he more or less drank himself out of the game. Um, Stanley Morgan says, "Oh no, I'm not really. What? Oh, Stanley Morgan trying to troll. Uh, He's actually twenty-six, and <laughs> yeah. and he won more titles than Stephen Gerrard's ever won. Yeah. Pele was that. an icon. What the fuck does that mean?" Uh, Mr. Hoss said, "Would Evra get in the '99 team? This is the question for the ages. Irwin or Evra, stay. Irwin. You made that boring, didn't you? Because that's what I was going to go oh, with. Okay. I thought you would have gone with your mate. Okay, okay." Hey. Um, the one that you he was, you were hanging around his hotel room. <laughs> his hotel room's bigger than our office, by the way. <laughs> like, a lot bigger than our office. And we haven't got a small size office, it's just his room was enormous. That's so meant that. He's such... Uh, do you know what? You know what I'm going to say? Ring him. Crying. <sighs> Try harder. Hey. Um... He came on as full-time doubles. He came on your channel. He's been on full-time doubles. Macca interviewed him. When but... I did the, the vlog with him, like, I wonder how many people watch the start of... If you're not seeing it, just go and search Stephen House of Marseille vlog, right? Because that's what I interestingly named it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people are that going. It's uh, literally Steve going watching a fucking match in Marseille. Uh, I'm going to be it. What's going on here? Why is he in his hotel room? Who's there with him? Oh my God, it's bad yeah, bro. Um, yeah. Whipped his dick out. Yeah. Yeah, he had... Um, I'm, I'm so we went up to his room yeah, because he was wearing a Marseille t-shirt. Right. And he was like, let me get this off in case I get in trouble. <laughs> so yeah. he goes upstairs, gets a United t-shirt on, and then we're in his bedroom and he goes, Ugh. and then just whips his kecks off, throws on some fucking tracky bottoms. You're like, oh, nice penis. Um, Happy days, not every day you get to see that. And then you uh, fully off his foot. Fully how you'd expect him to be. Just seems like a laugh. Like a good laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like we we sat in a we sat in a bar for the hotel for a while, just having a chat. And the amount of like just random people. Like you've seen famous people, right? Paddy Everett no. in France is famous, famous. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of people, and it was like seventy year old little ladies, like in ball gowns and shit, just coming up and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, selfie. Anyway, what was I saying? Hold on, one sec. Selfie. <laughs> You're like how you've not lost your rag, <laughs> I've lost my rag. Like that's like that's. I know it's different levels completely, but that's like Crawley in Manchester, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, if you walk down the street of Ant in Manchester, it's a nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? Like going from here to car park know, over there, and everyone he meets, he talks to you like they're his best mate. Like, it's like oh, right, mate. Oh, Who's that? How's it going? Yeah, you're right. I, I, don't I, don't I don't know. But like, <laughs> honestly, he's such a nice guy. We'll have to get him back on. Uh, we're going to wrap it up there because I'm getting the curly finger um, from producer Callum. Um, everyone who got involved in the chat, we appreciate it. Thanks for Super Chats, thanks for all the other chats as well. We've had um, Stephen Housen, are you on the analysis this weekend for the Newcastle game? You're Let's here, say, aren't you? Let's say, yeah. Steve's going to be here. We're going to have, I think, Ryan Hopper 
Is he here? Yep. Ryan Upper's going to be here. Adam Cole's going to be here. Joe Smith's going to be here. I think we're going to have Andy Tate. He's going to be here for his post-match reaction as well. I'll be here for a bit of a few bits wherever they'll have me. Um, if you're not subscribing, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out the members section as well. We've got the thing that he was plugging with all the enthusiasm of a death rowing mate. Yeah, John is a member because we'll do the 1991 campaign watch along. And we are doing that. Yeah. yeah, let's that so hurry up fully. That is good. The anniversary's coming up soon, so yeah, yeah. and we'll do yeah. it. We, we'll do it. I'll tell you what, let's say this we'll, we'll do it. it. We'll do it with a player and not like someone who you know peeled the out time oranges, no. someone who played someone every, in game. every game, right? There's the promise. Please um, please. yeah, up the hour eight. So, I've been Jay, that's been Stephen Housen. This has been Remember When We Were Mint podcast. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network.